ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20. So I hope you like that intro. Don't make that the intro. That was off tune. I thought, I thought we were going to like harmonize. Oh, no, we didn't harmonize for ladies. sure. Ladies. ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Right now, the game's on. We're going to. We're going to try to get out of here, but provide you guys some good content. We want to watch that national championship. For this episode, we are talking about workaholic syndrome, which is something that oh, yeah. I, I think, Connor, actually, with the first episode I had you on, we talked about it. Was that with you? I think it was. Yeah. First um, episode, I remember we talked about this because it's yeah. a big yeah, thing. I can never. Yeah. Yes, one thing you got on me, Connor. I might have more <laughs> episodes, but you got the first one before me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, now you're both on. So for this yep. episode, kind of talking about something that affects a lot of people that are obviously older, but for this newer generation too, all of us getting to the workforce at first, now post-college, it's really easy to fall into this workaholic kind of mindset. And unfortunately, that's such a hard habit to break. Next thing you know, you're going to be like that for the majority of your time working. So, um... all right. Well, I hope you boys are doing it's well. Tough. I know we, we did an intro uh, last time, but let's do a hot take real quick. Anyone got one off the fly? TCU sucks. That's not <laughs> a hot take. That's a cold take. All hot right, I'm going to throw it out there. Here, here's my the, – I'm a foodie, so I, gotta yeah, I got to do my food. I'm going to say this. Doritos in general are the best kind of chip out there. If I got to say, like, overall, dude, uh, are, are you talking you about, like, brands? make a valid case. Are you making, are you talking about, like, are you talking about brand? Are you, brands, talking, or about, are you just like, talking about, like, specifically the Dorito flavor against, like, other flavors? Because there's definitely some, like, really good, like, kettle chips. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, kettle, kettle chips. I'm saying Doritos are the best chips, which I personally don't agree with. I think kettle chips are a step above Doritos. I was going to say, you going to really say kettle chips are not it? I'm, I don't know, Lay's? Tell me, Lay's has its own competition with different flavors. Dude, if people Lay's get to put their overhyped. own opinion. Lay's is overhyped. You're stupid. That's my hot take. Lay, Lay's compared <laughs> to other chip stupid. brands. It's not that they're bad. I'm just telling you, dog. Wow. The Connor, best Lay's no, flavor dumb. is salt and vinegar. That's literally the best Lay's flavor. Because you're a salty person. You're a salty <laughs> Yeah, you can tell I'm person. a real salty person without my takes on you. I'm G just saying salt and vinegar. GT is acting you're a little stupid. salty over there. No. No, you're acting salty. You're stupid. All right. You're to get salt, into topic, you love salt, salt and vinegar. vinegar. Are you kidding me? <laughs> salt and vinegar is the best flavor love. chip. I would... Oh my god. I would no, love let's ask our viewers. I would love That's to right. see people with this. I will gladly I, I don't care. I will gladly be the person who goes against it. We could do a poll. <laughs> we'll do a poll. So we'll, do, we'll do a poll. We should do a do poll in the comments. Do it on your uh, stories. Yeah. And talk yeah. about this for a while, but we're gonna do polls with everyone in the comments who actually right, wants right, to right, contribute. Right, right. Yeah. But oh, to get into this topic, you got the first question. What causes workaholic syndrome? And why is it something that's so relevant, especially being in our 20s? Like, talk about 20s, huh? Oh, man. Connor, do you want me to start it off with what I... First, man. I got with my theory? Right? Yeah. All right. So here's my theory, right? Spend us on the block. Especially for the last 20, 30 years where education has been so prioritized. We grow up where school 
is pretty much the the thing that we have to the one thing you know you don't have to do extracurriculars you don't have to be in sports that's optional and on you but school is the one mandatory thing growing up that you go to every single day for hours and hours and you do that for 18 years that is like your sole fixation you want to do well that's that's the majority of your life right that is your life is is school for a lot of people so you're done with school what's the one thing the main thing that you got going on is is your job Yep. And so we're in a mindset where we're fixated on education and everything that now that energy is transferred straight to the job. And a lot of people, you know, their work is the only thing that they do. They work that nine to five, they'll come home, they'll eat dinner and they'll watch TV or, you know, do stuff like that, which not saying that's wrong, but in terms of the workaholic syndrome and you're so fixated on your career, I think that is part of what it stemmed from and why is it relevant? Well, you know, we're in our 20s, like we said in the last episode, we just graduated college within the last few years and we're just starting our careers. So it's very important now to understand that there needs to be a balance in our life and to understand that our career obviously is very important. That's what pays the bills and helps us live. But mm-hmm. if we let that take over our life completely, that can affect literally every single other area of your life, your relationship with others, your mental and physical health your time, your efficiency of your time. Next thing you know, years pass and you're like, wow, all I had was this job that I was so fixated on. That's my personal opinion. I feel very strongly about this, but want to hear what you two think. I mean, I, I could literally even add on to your theory and I don't even know if I brought this up in the first episode, but I could add on to your theory with how results driven and success driven school is and how you have metrics that you have to meet with your grades and like what that success means in terms of what your, your career is going to look like. I'd argue an obsession with that as well can be added on to your theory and why people obsess about money. People obsess about, Mm. you know, promotions, people obsess about their titles and people obsess about all these things because it's like, we we were conditioned from an early age to if we if we we have perfect attendance if we get good grades if we have these good like standardized testing results uh-huh. that's a measure of intelligence yeah. and success and that's really smart and it's like I remember I for me with like finishing college and stuff I was so disillusioned with the whole idea of school because. I just was like, I, I'm just over this whole measure of success. And I don't feel like I can live up to what society's standard of success is mm. that now I don't even want to try, you know? And so I think people develop workaholic syndrome because after you describing your theory again, I would wholeheartedly agree and think that it could even go further because you're right. You latch on to work because that's all you've got. And that's what you've trained for. And sometimes you don't even think about it. You do it because you're just your mind. You're like, ah, I just want to occupy my mind and not think about it. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm so used to my mind being driven by school. It's just going to be driven by work instead. So yeah. it's relevant because our 20s also are completely defined by success. Like this yep. is supposed to be about your career, your 20s. Your 20s is supposed to be about finding yourself and establishing yourself before, you know, I don't know, maybe you have a family or if you don't have like a stereotypical family, you establish whatever kind of life you're going to have. But this is about you laying the groundwork and success is measured by like these metrics. So it's important and relevant because like, this is what we, that's what we do in our twenties. And people say, you got to grind to really make it. What if you don't grind? Does that mean you're not successful? I don't know. It's, it's crazy, but yeah. What do you think GT? Yeah. I think just Twenties is absolutely you're building your foundation. And with me personally, I think 
Yes. Now, do you need to grind? Yes. Yeah. You cannot be a lazy sack of potatoes on the couch thinking, oh, something's going to happen to me. Guess what? No, the fuck it's not. You're not going to turn into shit like just overnight just because you didn't do crap. It doesn't happen. But the thing is, I think personally, there's a balance within something <laughs> like that. You have to be able, yes, now work. Yes, you have to lay that foundation. That is absolutely true. But it comes down to you need to balance other things in the priorities and everything. And I think, yes, you do need to work. But do I think you need to make that your 100% all your focus and attention? Absolutely not. Because let's say what happens when you're not working? You work all day long and you go right to bed when you go home. I, I, I don't know a whole lot of people like that. I don't. And it's hard because what, what outside life? Now, if you're one of those that you can thrive by yourself, work all day, do your own thing, don't have to worry about anybody else, go ahead, do it. Me, personally, can't happen. You brought up talking about not making it your whole life, but also kind of having to work hard for that. So my, my question for the both of you is, what about the hustler mentality or, you know, you need to work hard for your success? How is that? impacted our minds to in a way almost work too hard or too much you compare where you're at to others others to other people's level of success and you think that you're going to succeed just because you put in that like same amount of hard work for example and i'm not and again what my previous points were not to not work hard that's not what i'm saying it's just we're conditioned is we're conditioned like you said tanner to work so hard and to mm -hmm. to push so it's like that's a good thing in some ways because like gt said you're not going to make your dreams come true you're not going to make your life goals happen if you don't work for it sometimes it just doesn't work out i mean you could follow yeah. the exact same steps as somebody that's successful and it, sometimes they just had a brilliant stroke of luck like yes. it, it doesn't mean that you're not as big of a hustler as them you could be a you could work even harder and still not make it work. I mean, how many athletes have worked harder than the ones that actually make it now, but the others yeah. just got lucky with their connections or with who they knew. Like you guys said, you can't make it your sole focus. Hard work is important, but if it's hard work at the expense of your livelihood, then you need to reevaluate it. That's perfectly said. <clears throat> and, and the athletes is a perfect example. And I know it's a soft spot for GT, but it's one of those things where a lot of professions are, you can bust your ass or work harder than the next person, but sometimes it's connections. Sometimes it's right place, right time. Sometimes it's yeah. just the stroke of luck of you actually being noticed. And that shouldn't take away from your hard work and how much time you put in or to think that you exactly. are less capable than the next person, because then guess what? Then your old hard work, you know, won't pay off because you already have the mentality that you're not going to make it. And so it's a weird balance, but I also feel like the saying of, oh, you got to hustle and keep working, you're going to get it. It's, it's almost almost like a common fallacy for a lot of people because then people get their hopes up and then they don't succeed. And then it's a huge reset in their life. They don't know what to do. So GT, give us your, I know you, you can say a lot. With this, man. I, I know you can talk about this for a while, but I want your, your short answer on this. I know this means a lot to you. Every hustler has a different hustle and every different hustle has a different time progression graph to it and success. It might just not become what you, what you put everything into it. You could devote your whole life to something 
You could really put everything you've got into it. And sometimes, you know, it just, it is what it is. And I hate that I'm, I'm on this side, but you know, at the same time, I am very blessed. I'm very blessed to be in my situation. And just to keep it short and simple, I think, yes, there's absolutely luck that comes into it, but I never want to ever have what if. Should I have done this? Could I have been there? Yes, there's absolute times where sometimes it's just a stroke of luck. Maybe someone was there for you and saw that hustle and really, truly believed in you and like followed through on it. But every hustler's got their own thing and everyone's story is different. Mine, and to just go on mine since you talked about it, mine is what it is. It is what it is, boys. Well... Just to briefly touch on what you said, you shouldn't be thinking of any what ifs because being on your sideline, man, and being a part of your support system, I I know how much work you put in and everything that you did. And uh, I know for a fact you put 100% in. So don't don't ever doubt yourself or think that you could have done more because, like I just said, that's not the, the mentality because then you're going to be constantly thinking about it and let it eat you alive. You just got to know and think at your heart that you truly put it all out there. Yeah. And uh, like you said, it is what it is, dude. But you, you, you can't do the what if situation because I know for a fact the hard work you put in. So, Connor, what, what do you have? DT, I don't, I don't know your whole story situation. I'd love to talk to you about it sometime if you're open to talking about it. But Absolutely. just uh, just getting to know you over these past few months, I have no doubt that you put in 110, 150%, 200% effort into everything you did with it, man. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but you're still a hustler, man, regardless at the end of the day. And nobody to. can take that away from you. You can't be a hustler without having it as a foundation part. And yep. and you can build a foundation. Some people make it earlier. My hustler foundation could have been for baseball, but it could just be maybe something else. Yeah. That could be coaching, managing, maybe professionally, high school, college. Just it is what it is. So I'm never going to undermine anything that I've done and say, Oh my God, I wasn't a MLB baseball player. My life's ruined. That's, that's not how life is. Cause right. unfortunately that happens to a lot of guys. It just it it happens. I'm our sponsor. Guys, getting through the twenties is very tough. And as you know, a lot of topics we discuss on this podcast around mental health. So that's why I'm proud to say thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Guys, if you don't know who BetterHelp is, they are the world's largest therapy service, and they are 100% online. With over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists, you can be helped with a wide range of issues. To get started, first you answer a few questions about your needs and preferences for therapy, so that way they are able to match you with the right therapist from their network. You can then chat with your therapist however you seem fit, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video, you can chat with your therapist at any time, and you can schedule your live sessions whenever it is convenient for you. If you have any issues with your therapist, you can switch to a different therapist with no additional charge. And with BetterHelp, you get the same quality and professionalism as in-office therapy, but with more flexibility in scheduling at a more affordable price and with custom-picked therapists for you. So guys, what are you waiting for? Get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp therapy at betterhelp.com slash let's talk twenties. That is 
BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Let's Talk 20s. Thank you guys for listening, and let's get back into the episode. And I can't always play the victim card, because where is that going to take me with life? Right. Absolutely nowhere. The hustler, and going off of our topic, I'm not going to go on a tangent. Being a hustler, all right, cool. That didn't work. What's next? How are you going to make that next step and build to hustle on your next thing? So. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, a lot of what we talked about too, we, we've kind of touched on it. You know, your hard work, your workaholic, the hustler syndrome. I mean, a lot of it also has to do with expectations of what success looks like when you put in that hard work and what you're supposed to get from it when you do put in that hard work. And there's nothing wrong with expecting that things can go right when you put in hard work. Of course, that's that's what we learn all the time when we're in school. If you put in work and you believe in something, it's it's going to work out for you. We hear that all the time. But it's still, I think, important to think about how can we learn to let go expectations about what hard work looks like, or maybe a better way to think of it is about what the um, what you earn from hard work. How can we learn to let go of expectations from that? I would just say this, this is my personal take. I think what we do is we try to generalize success, like, for example, a GT and his baseball situation. His expectations are the same as all the other guys who are trained out, right? Thinking that I'm better than these guys or this or that. Well, G GT could have started baseball when he was seven or eight years old. And there's guys there that start when they're three or four. Or another example could be in the gym, right? You see that guy bench 315 and you're like, holy crap, that's going to be me in one year. No, because that guy's been working out for 10 years and you just started three months ago. Right. So making your expectations individualized and knowing what the best of your ability is and stop comparing yourself to others would be um, the way I would learn to let go of the expectations of what hard work looks like because it's all individualized and people improve and people adapt at different levels and not saying you are better or worse than other people. It's just the way life is. And so you got to you gotta let go of the generalized expectations and make it more individualized and know that you are putting 100% effort in at your own pace or the best of your ability. And that's the best that you can do. Absolutely. What do you got to say, GT? Being a hustler, dude, no matter what happens, don't let it break you, but only let it fire you and fuel you. That's all you can do. That's don't, right. Don't ever let anyone break a hustler. That's the thing. Like, it's the comparison. It's just such a hard thing not to do when you're when you're trying to find yourself and you're trying to push for yourself. But like Tanner said, we don't all come from the same place. I mean, you use people who worked out and people in sports as an example. And one example that relates to me is people in music. I mean, I, oh, yep. Fitness. A, there you go. Is, Shout um, out more fitness. <laughs> Evan, you owe me one. We got a plug, ladies and gentlemen. We got a plug. One example I can think of is music. It was really when I started learning my instruments, like started trying to learn piano. I would be around people who had been playing piano since they were three or four years old. They were yeah. prodigies. Of course they were prodigies. I mean, because they, they were playing so long. My whole family is filled with musicians. I started learning drums. Well, my uncle Jordan, he started learning drums when he was six. And he can pick up literally any song like that he hears on the radio. Like, he's just a beast. It, it takes me time. Does that mean I'm a bad musician? No, I'm not a bad musician at all. I, I have to work maybe a little bit harder because I didn't have as much time with it. But... It's like, I still have to push myself and find my own relationship with it and not compare what other people's relationships with what I care about are. I think that's the main thing is that they have their own relationship with it 
whether it's lucky thing or whether it's a good thing, like they have their own thing with it. You got to find your own thing with it. And that's how I think you can let go of your expectations. But you know, there's pros and cons to it all. So I think somebody was curious about pros and cons. Having this syndrome, this workaholic syndrome, what pros and cons come out of it? You're definitely passionate. That's for sure. You're definitely want to put the work in. That can translate to any of your hobby or interests, or let's say your current job isn't what you want to do. And your dream is to do something else in the future. That's completely unrelated with the workaholic syndrome. You're very good at focusing on something and you're obviously trying to get the best at it. And you're, you're eager to learn and that can go translate to anything in your life. You know, that can translate for you to be a better husband or a better wife or better parent, etc. The list goes on and on and on. The cons is that if something is not going well, then you are going to hyper-focus on that and you're going to let it eat you alive because with workaholic syndrome, obviously you're trying to get better, better, and better. And if that's your one fixation, I mean, let's say work isn't going well. I mean, imagine the one thing, the one thing in your life, and then it doesn't doesn't go exactly as planned. I feel like that's a con is the mentality of workaholic syndrome. And I'll just leave it at those two. Yeah. I mean, you're going to feel like you have more accomplishments because you're pushing yourself harder. You have tangible things that you can latch your idea of success behind. If you're a workaholic, like, oh man, I completed this much stuff this week. It's like that, that is helpful in a way, because it's not just like, it's like idea that you want to accomplish. You actually, I'm assuming if you're a workaholic, you get a lot of stuff done. If you're a content creator and you're a workaholic, you work 80 hours a week and you make all your videos and you make all your themes and you host all this stuff on your channel, that that's your results right there. And so you can, you can latch yourself behind that. I can't really summarize it much better than what you said, Tanner. I mean, the only other thing I can think of really as a negative is just like maybe work-life balance, just like prioritizing like other things in your life. If, if you do care about them, it's, it's hard when you're a workaholic to prioritize your family, prioritize hobbies. If you have any prioritize your health, you know, things like that. I mean, you, you can be so passionate and worked up about something that you forget to take care of yourself sometimes. So just, just look out for yourself with that. Yeah. I don't know how the hell else to answer this, except build off of Tanner's foundation and Connor's foundation, build those together. That's, that's only what I can give you. I'm not going to give you any more to it because that's that's how exactly I would have put it was a combo of those two. Yeah, no, that's that 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 makes a lot of sense. I mean, I I, I get like everybody knows about like the the pros and cons with this kind of stuff. Sometimes you have different sources in your life that make it a little bit harder for you to prioritize that or to think about it when you're maybe a workaholic or when you're trying to hustle. And it's like, maybe there's pressure from your friends. Maybe you had like a a family thing growing up that somebody is trying to live vicariously through you as their kid, for example. I don't know. That was something I was curious about based on whatever your family dynamic was as a kid. I mean, do you guys think family perception of success plays a role into people who develop workaholic syndrome and to hustling? And if so, like how much? I think it can go any way. I think some parents put a little too much on their kids and mm-hmm. that's what causes some kids to maybe they develop this workaholic syndrome. And then, cause then at that point, what are you doing? You're trying to fulfill the respect or acceptance of what your parents have for you or what they set for you. And I think that's something that is 
uh, me to me personally, I think is not the right thing to do because I, I, I had kind of like expect, not expectations. I hate expectations. Cause then it sounds like my parents are dicks. My parents are amazing. I love my parents so much, but it's one of those where just, it's, it's just hard to navigate yeah. about that because you, you just, you want to do your own thing and you don't want to feel like you let your parents down or right. you like yeah. didn't honor your family's name. So you're trying to go about it just in the proper way. But I feel like taking that step back and just realizing that, Hey, I've put so much into it, but like, I also need to like do what's best for me. Maybe it's to go talk and hang out with friends. Maybe it's to just have a like relaxed night. Yeah. So I think it's people put too much on something else and not into what their own thing and not taking their own health and their own thing into consideration. Yeah. That's a funny point you brought up. <clears throat> I feel like with a lot of parents that are, are way too hard on their kids, it's because maybe they weren't successful and they're instilling that on their children or the other way around of they're successful through their hard work and that they, they think that is the way and the one singular way for their kid to be successful as well. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, you have the kids who grew up in a household where there wasn't a lot of priority on, on being successful. And so what are you going to do? You're going to make a name for yourself and you're going to bust your ass and you're going to prove that you're not a failure, like your family for, you know, how some people feel about their family. So really it can, it can go any way, you know, your family can definitely influence you for the better or for the worse, however you want to do it. But realizing that your life is your own success and yeah, your family can influence you. But if this is your one life, you need to learn to be happy and content with where you are yourself and do what you want to do. Some people can hold you back, but, but realizing that what you want to do in this life is, is completely in your hands and should be completely in your hands. And if that unfortunately goes against the grain with your family, I say, just, just fucking go for it. The worst that happens is that you fail. I mean, would that be like, haha, I told you so from your family? Yeah. But you know, you tried, you, you try to do something that's it's worthwhile true. for you. Yeah. It's always, a, <clears throat> it's always going to be considered a failure unless you go for it. I mean, you, you never know until you try. I mean, it's funny. It's funny. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, the opposite end of like parents who aren't necessarily hard enough on their kids. Cause I feel like, you know, love my mom to death and, and my, my parents were divorced. So my mom had a huge say in, you know, how I was raised. Of course, I was primarily raised by her. She was all about like loving unconditionally, not being judgmental and being really open-minded. And that's helped me in a lot of ways, but because I've learned so many different versions of success in people and not judge people for where they are, who they are, it's been actually harder for me to develop that on my own because yeah. I've never had to have like a super strong one. I mean, my dad was there at times, especially as I got older, I, I started to form this more and I've had to learn how to develop, like how to, how to set goals for myself and how to set these kind of expectations for myself. But on the opposite end, when you don't have that foundation, it, it can be very difficult to, to like learn how to hustle or to learn to work hard. I mean, it's, it's just a balance that you got to find and family can influence you either way. You just have to acknowledge what the reality of it is, like where you are. And if they did impact you, is it affecting you now? And if so, what can you do about it? I mean, that's, that's all you, you really got to do about it. And it, it'll impact you when you're in school, when you're with yep. your job, like it's, you got to be realistic about it. 
I think it's you're with your family at all times. That's who you live with. That's who you yeah. come home to. That's who asks you all the time at the dinner table, after dinner, before dinner, before bed, when you wake up about your day, what's going on, like how you're feeling. That's that's your foundation, bro. That's who you come home to. Right. Yeah. And you can't escape that. Like that's who you come to, and that's families first. And it's hard to lie to family, but you want to be truthful and honest with your family. Yeah. Because that's only how these relationships grow. Yeah. So I definitely think it's something where dude, you just you have to take it with a grain of salt because everyone's success is so much different than others. And I think you can't, it can't be a, like a pattern. Maybe it's completely different going off of family. Like, do you feel pressured in today's day and age to sort of have a mindset of workaholic syndrome, especially with tech, family, friends, this, that, his, her, whatever the hell you want to put in there. I mean, I can say that I definitely do because I, I definitely compare myself, have all of these lofty ideals that I have for myself that I want to achieve and these goals that I want to do. And I know what I have to do to achieve them. And I know that I have to work hard. And sometimes I have to fight myself and fight my instincts because it's not something that I developed when I was younger, but I see people who have it so easily and just like hustle so easily, or it seems like they hustle so easily. Again, social media plays a part into us comparing it. Cause I, you only, we've talked about this. You only see the good stuff. You only see the highlights yeah. of their hustle. You never see the lows. It's tough because I, I do feel pressured because it almost feels like there's so much like riding on you nowadays to be successful and to, to make something of yourself. And that's important. And I want to do that. And I think all of us are going to do that. It's just, it's almost like, failure is not an option or mistakes are not really something that you should talk about because they're not as like important or people don't want to hear about that because it's the negative and stuff. And it's like, I say, embrace the negative. I say, embrace your mistakes so you can learn from them so that you can still be successful. I definitely still feel pressured because I want to achieve so much and I always feel like I don't achieve enough, you know? So it's a comparison for me. Tanner. And see, this is why I like having you two on a podcast, because <clears throat> sometimes the way I think or my response is different than you guys. I don't personally feel any workaholic syndrome. And the reason why is because I think it's in part that I've experienced failure before and I've bounced back and I've had a lot of setbacks before and I've overcome those. And I know what my capabilities are. And I also am in a mindset within the last year, something I'm finally like this close to, to truly 100% of the time being at is I know I'm doing the best that I can. At this point, I don't give a shit about what other people are doing because I know that I can easily compare myself to others and it's not going to do me any good. So I refuse to do that anymore. Do I, do I wish that sometimes I'm like, oh shit, like that person that person's in Greece right now, and I I don't even know how much money they're making. But I all I know is that they're on a vacation right now. They, right. Like they must be doing something good. I wish I was there, or I don't know how they got there, but I wish that was me. Yeah, yeah, I do that. But but am I but am I saying that, dude? Why the fuck am I not in Greece? What do I need to do 
to to get there. No, I'm just saying good for them. I'm working on myself. And since I've done a better job at focusing on myself, a lot more of my success, when I reap the rewards, my highs are highs and my yeah. lows are not as low anymore because um, I, I, I'm only comparing myself to myself. So that that's my answer. And, and Connor, I appreciate your honesty with, with how you're still trying to work in that improvement. I know you, you've definitely gotten better at that. I know you're only going to get better as well. Thanks, man. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. GT, I know where you're at, baby. I know, how, I know how that mindset is, but go ahead and say it. Do I feel pressure in today's age? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there absolutely is pressure, but yeah, I'm at the point where, you know what? This shit is what it is. Mm. You know what? Play your cards best of your abilities, and by God, you got to run with what results you're given. <laughs> if you're not given the results you want, guess what? That shit sucks. You play the best of your ability. As long as you know you gave everything that you absolutely have and you left it all on there and you didn't hold anything back, I think you'd be very happy. You'd be a lot better off with maybe the results of something than had you hold something back. That bill of regret, oh, you'd hate having to deal with that bill. Yeah. Well, it's... uh it's an interesting thing because there's a lot of factors that go into that mentality. It's not one singular thing that GT and I are doing differently than Connor necessarily. And that's why Connor feels this way and GT and I feel the other way. Yeah. And that's the beauty of self-improvement, specifically with this topic and the mentality of feeling the pressure. There, there's a lot to go into whether you do or do not feel it. But to end it on a note, once again, on kind of tips and advice that we can give for people, something that's kind of relevant on a day-to-day -day basis for people in their 20s specifically. Guys, what do you think are ways that people in their 20s can combat being a workaholic and kind of get out of that mentality a little bit? What do you guys think? Take a step back, get out that chair, just take the headphones off, take the earbuds, get away from the computer. If When you get home, just breathe, look around. This is life. Mm. Why Why are you going to waste all the beautiful opportunities, all the beautiful events, all the beautiful things around just because you're going to be at work all the time? How can you truly appreciate everything about life? Life has so much that to give you and what you could do. Why would you ever want to leave this world with the what could have, what should have? Take a, take a step back and just enjoy the little things. And that's something GT also has said that spoke to me in previous episodes. And enjoy the little things and let your measures of, of success just be enjoyed by the small wins that you get in the, in the day too. Like definitely something I, I learned from GT in this podcast so far is enjoying just little times in the day and just enjoying like when something good happens on a day-to-day -day and not feeling like I have to make something happen every day and I'm a failure if that if something big yeah. doesn't happen every day, like it's nice. I can't say much more, man. It's like poetry, GT. Mwah. That was mwah. what I will say. And here's the question I'll leave the, the viewers or audience with is, are you working hard and being this workaholic for you or are you being a workaholic for others? And what I mean Ooh. by that is, are you working for everything for yourself and your own success? Or are you doing this partially or a majority to impress others? And be that person on Instagram that's posting about all the cool shit that you're doing. You know, obviously you want to brag and do the best in your life. But if you are working and doing all this stuff 
for others and to impress others and worrying about that more so than you are about your own self-improvement and where you personally want to be, then your priorities are completely wrong. And like GT said, take a step back, relax. This It is what it is. Sometimes, like we said in previous episodes, you can do everything in your power and it just doesn't work out. Yep. But at least you tried your hardest. Try not to compare yourself to others. Easier said than done. Yep. But with that, gentlemen, we're going to close off this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Talk Twins. A great freaking episode, boys, I, if I say so myself. Love yourself, guys. Uh, very relatable. I know a lot of you guys are going to like this topic. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. All right. Go dogs. TCU.